0: Mikhail Hilden, hello. Hello. Tell us why black carbon and methane are such a concern for the world's circumpolar countries.
1: The basic, both are contributing to climate change and as we know, the warming in the Arctic or high latitude areas is more rapid than the global average. So it is a particular concern in in that sense that there is a, Accelerated climate change in the Arctic areas and uh, uh, black carbon and methane or emission reductions of black carbon and methane are one way to contribute to the mitigation. They are not the solution, but they contribute. And that's why it's uh, particularly important to take turn every stone, basically.
0: And the Arctic Council, this has been a, a priority since the 2015 ministerial, the sort of black carbon issue there was the establishment of the experts group. Um, so we had the meeting this week. Give us a sense of how many experts are in the group, where they're from and sort of um, what their areas of expertise are.
1: right uh, There's about we have about 30 people in the meeting uh, representing al- al- almost all the Countries. This meeting did not have a representative from Russia, but all the other Arctic countries were, were present. And uh, then we had also observers from Italy, from Germany, from uh, Japan, and we've had in the past also representatives from France, from... Let's um, uh, see if I recall other... Well, th- those have been active by sending representatives, and then in addition, uh, contributions we get from all the so-called observer countries uh, in in the Arctic Council. And, and their expertise, yeah. uh, yes, their expertise is, uh, well, it, it varies broadly from, all the way from more of the natural science background, but then uh, with a particular emphasis, because this uh, particular working group is a, you could say, an interface between the science and the policy. So there are uh, people involved in drafting policy, in uh, advising governments uh, on policy issues. That, that would be the uh, type of expertise that we have present in the, in the in the room. And then there are specializations. So some are more focused on. The oil and gas industry, others more on, say, um, transport issues and so on.
0: And um, give us sort of as much as you can, what kinds of things are discussed? Is it, um, you know, we've seen that the last ministerial different recommendations, you know, give us a sense of sort of how things are discussed at the meeting and if there was any sort of priorities or main themes that come out at this point.
1: Yeah, well, I think the main focus is now has been to revisit and reflect on the recommendations that have been made in 2017 to see the progress in in the action. So there are these uh, four priority areas. So the um, diesel engines uh, related to both transport and stationary diesels, um, and then uh, oil and gas uh, production uh, domestic heating and burning, and uh, then uh, solid waste management. So those areas are the, have been the focal areas for the actions so far, and we've been looking into uh, the progress made, the specific actions taken under those headings and seeing um, overall is the development going in the desired direction, uh, in other words, reducing the emissions. That, that's one component of the of the meeting. The second uh, area we've been discussing is based on these other uh, particular lessons learned and then uh, what additional recommendations, what additional propositions could we table um, then to be taken on board by by the ministerial meeting to to reflect on in order to accelerate the positive development that we have been seeing.
0: The next progress summary of the, the group's work will be submitted to the Arctic Council Ministerial in May. And um, I want to know if there's anything you can tell us at this point about the kinds of recommendations that we might see or the direction things are going in.
1: Broadly speaking, we are reiterating the recommendations because some of them are clearly long-term actions, such as the, improving the reducing the emissions from diesel engines. There we have an addition that we suggest in the working group, that one should pay attention also to the stationary diesels and to, for example, uh, smaller diesels in, in recreational uh, boats and crafts. Um, and then one of the larger new areas that we have been discussing in the working group is the attention to, to wildfires, preparedness to reduce the likelihood of them, and also to to then have Fire, fire prevention if it occurs, and, and fire containment. So,
0: a wildfires a huge problem other, in Canada, Sweden, and other countries this year or last year, rather.
1: Exactly, and and that's been one of the reasons for why the Arctic Council has recognised it uh, more widely. And there will be that's a topic that will be dealt with by uh, several of the Arctic Council uh, working group and uh, our. Part has been in particular, and to look into the uh, policy side of it, and seeing that well, what kind of, of policies should one pursue in order to at least one cannot remove the wildfires completely, but at least one can uh, address them so that they they are uh, less less dangerous than they might otherwise be, and, and uh, see different strategies for for that.
0: Oh, fascinating. And, um, you know, Finland's president, Solini Nistra, has said several times in recent months that there's, you know, they, he wants an Arctic summit on, on black carbon. You know, can you give us a sense? Of, do you think that something like that would help um, make the, this issue more widely known? What, what's your sense about that? Uh, and in Finland, do we have any sense about whether the summit is going to happen or not?
1: Well, um, I, I think, in general, raising the issue of, of black carbon is uh, widely... Too, because it's often not necessarily recognized, not even the health aspect of it, which is undisputable. So, so I think uh, raising issues of black carbon on every possible fora is, is a relevant thing to do. Um, it relates... And, and the advantage of black carbon is, of course, that the measures off quite quickly, so the health impacts uh, the positive health uh, consequences can be recorded quite quite quickly after the taking action so it's not like for example the actions to reduce the ozone uh, hole in in the high high atmosphere because that there you are talking about decades before the measures start to take effect here you can see very quickly. The immediate local effect. So that in that sense, I think it's important to keep the issue on the table. Uh, then, when it, so the summit would obviously help also there. But uh, whether that, um, there will be a summit or not, that's uh, open, and that was not uh, part of the discussions in our, in our group. Of course, uh, it, it depends on the political circumstances that. We do not have control over.
0: <laughs> and you're the chair of the expert group on black carbon and methane at the Arctic Council. Um, tell us from your point of view, why is it so important for the world circumpolar countries to work on this issue together as a group? And, and what sort of pooling this knowledge from different northern regions, how you think this can help advance things quicker than, than in other forums where it would, might be uh, larger or less focused?
1: Well, I, I think the the advantage of, of the Arctic Council work is, of course, that the conditions are, although they are quite different between different Arctic countries, but there are still some specific features that uh, the Arctic countries share. And by sharing experiences, sharing knowledge, then uh, you can, in a way, experiment your way forward so that that you can make... Faster progress than if each country would by itself start to think of these things. So, so I think there, the Arctic Council and and also the uh, different working groups of the Arctic Council have a have a role to advance this kind of joint learning of, of actions that work and actions that need to be adjusted, especially for for the uh, Arctic conditions. So, so that I see as a definite advantage. Then. I think the Arctic Council has worked as a kind of example of a of a regional uh, action that that can be then adopted also by other countries. And uh, there's been an interest in the work of the Arctic Council on black carbon by by very clearly non-Arctic countries such as the Mexico and and others. Um, and plus that the Arctic Council has also invited explicitly the uh, so-called observer countries to to join in and to look into that uh, and uh, we have of course big observer countries such as China and India that for whom also the black carbon issue is a, is clearly an important uh, local health issue uh, in addition to the arctic dimension i think the main main message is that yes there's a the big picture is the progress, and there's the goal to reduce the emissions overall. But at the same time, one should and could do uh, experiments at, or, or actions piloting at small scale and then scale up. Um, and this kind of way of progressing is is what we hope also that this work will, will advance.
0: Well, Mika Hilden, thank you so much for your time today.
1: You're welcome.